they call them Today on Rider Slide, we got something special for y'all today. We got an interview with Crystal Lejeune, and she's the what's popping artist of the day. So let's get into it, y'all. Trying to make it work, steady making me cry. 
crazy, I don't give a fuck lately I don't give a fuck I don't give a fuck They call me crazy, I don't give a fuck lately I don't give a fuck I don't give a fuck You call me crazy, I don't give a fuck lately I don't give a fuck no more, no And it's amazing that you call a nigga lazy <laughs> When I do so much And you know, so I'm gonna need some distance from you, boy I'm looking for me a new boo, boy Fuck do you expect me to do, boy when I don't get no attention from you, boy I got to move on Time for healing, fuck your feelings, I got to move on Yeah Got to move on Time for my healing, fuck your feelings, I got to move on Yeah it's kinda crazy that you thinking that I'm crazy I don't give a fuck I don't give a fuck, no It's kinda crazy nigga thinking that I'm crazy Cause I don't give a fuck Cause I don't give a fuck no more It's kinda crazy that you thinking that I'm crazy Cause I don't give a fuck no more, ooh, oh It's kinda crazy that you thinking that I'm crazy Cause I don't give a fuck Cause I don't give a fuck I don't give a fuck No more, no more, no more No more, no more, no more I don't, I don't, I don't give a fuck No more <laughs> It's crazy you call me crazy. <laughs> I hope y'all enjoyed those two joints by the West Poppin' Artist of the Day, Crystal Lejeune. I gotta go. And I don't give a fuck. Both songs are available on all streaming platforms. Y'all make sure y'all go ahead and cop those two joints, y'all. If you would like to have your music played on Riders Live, just email bookingriders at gmail.com. That's booking, R-O-D-E-S, at gmail.com. Or submit through the booking form via our website, which is www rodesonline.net via the booking form. If you would like to be the worst popping artist of the day, or if you would like to be interviewed, or if you would like ad space, submit via the booking form on rodesonline.net. Alright? If you would like to make a donation to the show, just cash at Rodis T20. That's dollar sign R-O-D-E-S-T-20. 
right. Welcome to Rodas Live. I'm your host, Rodas. The show is about hip hop, urban cultures, and entrepreneurs. So today I have all three. I have someone that represents hip hop. I have an entrepreneur and I have somebody that represents urban culture. So my guest that I'm speaking on today is Crystal Lejeune. How you doing, Crystal? I'm good. How you doing, Rodis? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. So how did you get into music? Wow. So uh, I feel like I was born into it. Uh, my dad sings. Uh, my mom's side of the family uh, are musicians. Um, so I grew up with music all around me. So, of course, I always wanted to sing. Um, and then when I actually found out that I could sing, <laughs> it encouraged me to want to keep going. I agree. Um, what are some of your musical influences? Uh, well, m most mostly my dad. My okay. dad, he he could sing really, really good. He could hit all the notes from the highs to the lows. So he was my first um, inspiration. And then. Um, Whitney Houston, Stephanie Mills, and Anita Baker, those were like, those are the top three that I could think of that were my musical inspiration when I was, when I was growing up as a little girl. Okay, I, I like all of them, so I'm, I'm, I'm in total <laughs> agreement with that. Um, where, where did you discover this talent? Well, just singing songs, just, you know, like when you growing up, you listen to music on the radio, it may be your favorite song and you just sing it. And then if it sounds good to you and then other people hear you sing it, you know how it go. So yeah. that's pretty much how I got into it. And then it was just something that I enjoy doing. Okay. It was just something that I really enjoy doing, just singing other people's songs. <laughs> right. Like we all do. <laughs> right. Right. So when did you do your first recording? Wow. Okay. So I did my first recording. Ooh. Okay. So that's a trick question. So the first recording I probably did when I was in like high school with the guys and I wasn't singing. We were rapping at that time. We I had started rapping at that time. So um, I did my re first recording with like a group of people, but it really didn't, you know, it was just something that we were doing for fun in the basement. And I, at that time, it was like, you know, a lot of people didn't have that type of equipment at home. So, right. and, yeah, it wasn't as a good quality or anything like that. It was just something that we was playing around with. But my actual first recording that I started playing for people, which actually started to push me as a, or made me want to actually really become an artist, was in early 2000, or mid-2000. I'm going to say, because my niece is, what, she's... I don't want to look, I don't want to tell everybody my age. Look. It's all good. It's all good. It's you look good. good. Right, right. It's good. Black it's don't crack. Black don't crack. I'm just, yeah, I'm just playing. But no, my niece is 15. So I'm going to say about 15 years ago, mm -hmm. I recorded my first song. 
and um and it's been up since then i know that um one of the first recordings that i ever heard from you was with sadat x how did that yes. collaboration come about and you did very well on there. You should have took it easy on the legend. <laughs> oh my goodness. So that day, that's a day that I will never, ever, ever, ever forget. Mainly uh, because the day before we did that recording, one of my dearest, dearest, dearest friends passed away. And so, that was that was a difficult moment for me because first of all, when I got the call for them to actually for me to do the song, I was I had been working with a, a producer and engineer. His name go his name is Grant Parks, and so I was working with them, and so he works with them as well. And um, he had heard a song that I was recording with them, and he liked my voice, and he wanted me to do a hook for him. So they called me to, to do a hook, specifically just to do the hook. And so when they called me, I was, I was standing in the house, mm -hmm. in my best friend's house. Wow. And she was like, she was dead upstairs. Dang. And the police was there. And, you know, at the time, they didn't know if it was a crime scene or not. So, you know, we couldn't go upstairs. It was just like, it was crazy. It was super crazy. So when I got the call, I was dealing with that. So right. I knew, you know, because I grew up listening to Brand Nubian and, and you know, you know, and Sadat X and, you know, I, I was like, I knew this was an opportunity of a lifetime, but I right. also was going through a tragedy, like literally, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. so I told them what was happening and they was like, okay, you know, go ahead and deal with that. Can you, you know, I'm like, can you make it tomorrow? I'm like, Yes, I could come tomorrow, but right now, you know, I'm dealing with this. This is like something I got to deal with. And so um, I was able to go the next day. And so, of course, we talked. I got a chance to chop it up with him for hours. And he told me his story and it was absolutely amazing. And then we, I did the hook. So after I did the hook, they was like, um, how about doing a verse? And I was like, really and I was just like super nervous because you know of course this is somebody that I grew up listening to this is like a legend I was like you know I've already was going through a little something and then you know so I was like feeling like under super pressure but I got the job done you know got my verse done and the rest is history <laughs> you said I'm not gonna be a groupie I'm gonna be slicing and dicing man I had to do what I had to do it's like you know when you get an opportunity like that you can't you can't blow it you know I was I was so grateful that I had another day you know what I mean because he was gonna yeah. be leaving town soon and then like I said you know um I know my girl would have wanted me to do that you know what I'm saying like girl right. you better go ahead and do that <laughs> right hey my condolences so, go know, out to um, your friend yeah Sorry for your loss. I didn't know you was going through that, but you know, when I heard the track, I, I was you know like, her actually, because you know, um, you know Tish, right? Yeah, I do. We went to barber school together. Oh my god. I don't god. know if you remember her. She was a little short girl. I remember. It was only a few of us, but 
Yeah. I remember. Damn. I'm sorry about that. Okay. Have you ever been signed to any labels, indie, or approached by any majors at all? No. I have not been signed to any labels. Um, I've had some underground labels approach me and some overseas labels approach me. But um, at the time, you know, from just from legal advice, it didn't make sense for me to pursue. So Right. If the paperwork ain't right, it ain't right. <laughs> I, yeah. Mm -hmm. I like being indie. I like kind of doing my own thing. I like moving when I want to move. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes there could be a lot of barriers placed on you, and that ain't cool. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, so, what do you have out? I seen one of your shows on Facebook. How did that show come about? I noticed that you always open up with Lauren Hill. But you are Crystal Lejeune. No yes. disrespect to Lauren Hill. Salute no, to you. So how did that show come about and where was it at? Okay, so this most recent performance, I wouldn't really even call it a show. One of my girls, her name is Liz Toussaint. She's a really, really great artist. And she does this spot called Tavern on LaGrange on Monday nights. Okay. And she invited me out and I wasn't, a, she asked me to come out because she wanted me to perform. But right. at the time, I wasn't aware that she was expecting me to do something that particular night. So I was just going to check the spot out just to see, you know, even if it was something that I wanted to do, you know what I mean? Because I always, you know, I like to check it out first, you know what I'm saying? Right. At least now, just because from the experience. Yeah, just from past experiences, I just want to check it out and everything. And I, you know, I trust Liz. Liz is a quality artist. She is out here doing major things. But I just wanted to check it out first. You know what I mean? And um, yes. so we had talked, discussed any specifics. So I definitely wasn't assuming that I was performing that particular night. So when I went, I found out it was an open mic. And it was really nice. They had a live band, the, you know, the the place was really nice. The food was delicious. Uh, the atmosphere was on point. And um, of course, when she saw me in the crowd, she like, um, I'm gonna need you up here right now. Yeah, she put me on the spot. She put me on the spot. And then pretty much I had to, I had to do my thing. <laughs> So it looks pretty so, loud. So uh, maybe how the reason, another reason how the whole Lauren Hill thing came about is because I was doing a music festival one time and I was working with a band. And so, you know, you know, a lot of times when you work with bands, people do covers of other people's songs and stuff right. like that, which gets the crowd involved because it's something that they're familiar with. So right. what I decided to do was because one of my particular original songs flow really well with this particular Fuji's track, I decided to do the hook, the original hook from the song, and then just put my own original verses in, you know, in place of the original song. And it flowed really well just because when people hear the song, it's something that they're familiar with. So it gets them in the groove and now they're paying attention. 
then they can sing along a little bit and then you go into your own thing and they're like oh wait a minute i know that's not the song wait a minute oh okay and then you know you kind of get people's attention so that's pretty much how that started and then once i seen the reaction of the crowd of course i did it again and then i did it again and and it worked so that's something that i do when i perform you got an icebreaker and you hit them with a transition like look this is me yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that works well. So um, what do you have on the horizon musically and how can somebody book you for a show? Well, um, right now... Or book you, know, you for a feature. Well, you have to contact me or my management. Um, actually, I prefer you contact my management, you know, because I'm right. trying to cut myself off from directly dealing with people because sometimes it can get a little, you know, how I could get. I but um, and then email. So you can contact my management or by email or phone. So I provide that information for everybody and they can contact them and they can, you know, do business. Okay, that's what's up. So are you currently working on a project, an EP, a single, or are you just cooking? <laughs> all of the above <laughs> okay I don't yes, know all of the above okay. yeah, I've been doing several features with other artists a lot of things are coming so yeah all of the above alright uh, I got the pleasure of working with you one time and I am so gracious and graceful for that experience yes. Yes. I just want to let you know I was just listening to that just uh, not too long ago, just going through the archives of all the music that I created. Mm -hmm. And I listened to that and I was like, yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> right. People was like, oh, how did you get Keisha Cole on your album? I'm like, what? Don't be disrespecting my girl like that. Ah. <laughs> I so let's talk about green members. What is green members? Well, um, well, green members is what I like to call my family. I don't like to call my family fans just because that that word is so like mm, it's not it's not person it's not loving enough in my just in my opinion, right. you know. And so. Mm -hmm. um, not only, you know, because it, I decided to come up with the green members just because of that one reason. I didn't want to call people my fans. Right. And um, green is my favorite color. So um, that's another too. thing. <laughs> <laughs> Most people probably already know that. It's uh, probably very, very obvious. But um, that's where the whole thing came from. You know, I just didn't want to start calling people my fans. And it was just more of a loving family feel. And so that's the, how the whole thing started. Um, I don't know if you remember uh, Austin Powers with the gold members. Yeah. That's what yeah. So, you know, that kind of spanned from, you know, <laughs> the gold members. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. How about green members? I like that. Right. So when did you start it? Wow. Okay. So I'm going to say I started maybe like, wow, that's a good question. It's going to, it had to be more than five or six years ago, uh, mainly because I had just decided to, you know, like do something that was going to really 
brand me. You know what I mean? I already right. had like family or fans, you know what I'm saying? Um, right. And so I wanted to build on that and have something, you know, something cool, something catchy, something that would, you know, catch people's attention and not make people feel some type of way about calling themselves that. And then right. also green, my favorite colors. A lot of people who like green, green is the color of the heart chakra. So green means, you know, love too. It means, you know, growth, you know, and all these great things, you know. So yeah, um, I, I definitely want to roll with that. And I did start it maybe like, yeah, maybe like six years ago. And I didn't even realize it was going to take off like it did, but it really did. I started with the whole green alert, green alert, green alert. That's just right. to get everybody's attention. You know what I mean? Right. And um, and then I started with the green members. And then I started with green members only. You know what I mean? Just to kind of make it more exclusive. So okay. it all kind of flowed without well, these six years. It makes perfect sense. So if somebody wanted to become a green member like myself, how would I go about it? Well, for one, you know, you got to be down with Crystal Lejeune. <laughs> I am. I am. I am. Yes, for sure. First and foremost, you got to be down with Crystal Lejeune. Then secondly, you know, you got to be about love. You got to be about growth. You got to be about you know, green could also be your favorite color, you know, so there's several different ways to become a green member, you know, you want to definitely um, educate yourself on how to give money, you know, all of those mm -hmm. things represent green, so um, yeah, those are several different ways that you can become a green member, but like I said, first and foremost, you got to be down with Crystal Michelle. Okay, I appreciate that, and I respect that, and um, <laughs> you know, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in not putting all your eggs in one basket. And I think that it is a good opportunity to earn green members. So I salute you with that. So people who may not know that you are a business owner as well. The name of your store is Looks and Style. Okay. How did you come up with this idea and what steps did you take to bring it into fruition? Oh, wow. So looks and style started as, uh, it started off as just an idea with me and my partner. We've been together for 14 years and that was something that we decided that we wanted to do um, together. Um, he is from Jamaica originally. So um, that is the, like the foundation of like the store is a Caribbean clothing store. Okay. Um, so um, that's like the roots of it. That's how it started. Um, we actually started in our apartment, just like on the couch in the, the dining room table. We had all this different merchandise that we was selling to our friends when they came over. Right. <laughs> and um, then also I was in barber college and I started, you know, selling socks and incense and all of those different things. And then, eventually because I was just trying to earn some money while I was in school because school kind of takes away time from actually being in the shop actually working getting the real money so yeah. I had to do something in that time to you know compensate for that so we did that and um also then then we went from there from the couch and the dining room table to the flea market and then um we live in a neighborhood 
you know, not too far from our business. And so, you know, just being in the neighborhood, knowing that we done, we, you know, sell items, merchandise and stuff like that. One of the landlords asked us if we were interested in renting one of the vacant businesses and, you know, my partner, he's like a risk taker, you know, for me, I'm not really, you know, I'm the one that to keep it going once it already gets started, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. he was the one that took the risk and going ahead and getting the lease and just going out there and doing it. And then the rest is history. Of course, like I said, I'm the one to keep it going and we made great partners and now we've been in business for nine years now. Congratulations. Um, I think that you have an excellent location. Where is the location? We are located 332 East 75th Street in Chicago. And they consider this Black Wall Street here. And so this is one of the strips in Illinois. And if I'm not mistaken, in the entire U.S. that has the most Black businesses consistently up and down. So for miles and miles and miles, you can find Black businesses on 75th Street that are thriving. And I'm located next to Brown Sugar Bakery. I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with her. She's doing a lot of major things in the community and throughout the city. So um, yeah, this is prime location. It's um, uh, We are really, really grateful to be here. We're across the street from Lamb's Barbecue. They're historic down the street from um, Soul Veg. They're an historic business as well you know a lot of great black businesses um so yeah i'm proud to be here y'all right you right in the little mecca where francis and everything is and francis, i noticed that like yeah, one hand washed the other a lot over there in that area you know mm -hmm, um definitely. sometimes when i go over the lens I look over there at looking looks and styles, and I'm like, damn, I can't even get in this motherfucker. Let me just stay in my limbs line. So I don't want to feel yeah, bad. It's a line. You already know it's gonna be a line. So it's nothing personal when I not, when I don't come in there. But um, who are some of oh, your prominent? Who are some of your prominent um people that shop with you? I saw Lori Lightfoot up in there. Well, yeah, you know, Lori Lightfoot, that's auntie. You know, she always got to come through and support. <laughs> but, that's you know, okay. we've had, you know, like Lisa Ray shopped here before. You know, she's from Chicago. Um, yeah. She always comes through and buy everything white, all the white roster hats, everything we got white. Um, you know, I've had the boy Illinois, GLC. I've had several different people from the city come through, you know. Right. It's, um... It's just open to everybody. The community is the main people who support, you know, the people who are just walking up and down the street. You know, a lot of people who go through Brown Sugar Bakery, like you said, all the businesses people visit, they see our business, they come visit ours as well. You know, we always promote each other and, and let each other, and all of the people know what's going on throughout every business. So it's a, it's a family over here. Right. I it's love it's enough money for everybody and people don't understand that you know it really is one hand wash the other um you know you put out good energy you get back good energy and you get good results i'm a firm believer in that so mm -hmm. is there anything that you would like to leave the listeners on Rodas live well um i definitely want to let people know that um I do uh, create these 
wonderful hats and, you know, this nice vest that I got on. You know, I do a lot of different things. So um, the green members, you know, you guys, you got a lot of different things that you can, you know, be down with. You might, might like denim. denim. Green may not be your favorite color, but you might like denim. So you can rock with me on that. Um, I got some music coming out. Um, just stay tuned. I want you guys to follow me on Instagram, Facebook. Everything is Crystal Lejeune or I am Crystal Lejeune or at Green Members Only. So it's going to be very, very easy to find me on any social media platform. Well, thanks for being on Rodis Live. Hey, all my listeners, y'all go ahead and follow Crystal Lejeune on every platform and um, have a great day. Should I spell that for you? Should I spell uh, it for my green member? Should I spell it for y'all? Spell it. C-R-Y-S-T-A-L and Lejeune is L-A-J-U-E-N-E. Okay? Y'all got All right. it? Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, I'm going to be looking out for that music. I'm going to come shop with you as well. And um, I might need a haircut too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Mm-hmm. I got you. I got you, bro. All right, this has been another episode of Rider's Lab with the famous Crystal Lejeune. Peace and blessings, y'all. Peace and blessings. Small business owners needing administrative services, individuals needing a resume, veterans needing assistance completing disability claim forms, and anyone needing a mobile notary. Give my admin friend a call at 773 773- 349-2779 or check out our website www.myadminfriend.com that's www.myadminfriend.com I appreciate y'all tuning into another episode of Rider's Live. I hope y'all enjoy Crystal Lejeune coming through being the worst popping artist of the day as well as giving a great interview, sitting down, taking the time to chop it up with us on Riders Live. I'm going to end the episode off with a Dusty. Me featuring Crystal Lejeune. The song is called Tell Me. I want y'all to be safe and enjoy y'all weekend. And as always, thank y'all for tuning in to Riders Live. Trying to do good Your man don't want you to better yourself Maybe you need to be with someone else Hey Dave, you got a frown on your face Let me take you to an elegant place Don't mean it true Did I go there? Let me run my fingers through your beautiful hair Tell me what you want me to tell me Come out, you the 
definition of what Strong. a woman's about When we exercise, I love I stretching like you out like It's it. good, I know yourself be For stressing sure. you out You show me what a real nigga about When it comes to your seeds, you go out loud One question, what that nigga bitchin' about Keep the bed, baby, put that nigga on the couch Tell me what you want me to tell me Fire and rekindle the flames. Tell me what you want me to tell me. 